yeah. Coming at you from the Azabajuban studio in Tokyo, Japan. This is the Japan What Podcast, blowing hot air to the back end of Tokyo with your host, Matt Bigelow. And I'm your co-host, Tom Maleski. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. This is the podcast that offers you a foreigner's perspective into Japan <laughs> with zero insight. Guaranteed. And um, you said uh, something about being who, Tom Maleski? Did you say that you're a coast? Yes, I'm a coast. That's the new form of co-host, where you kind of coast through the podcast That's and right. hope for the best. Yeah. So um, why why do you why are you lying about your name right off the bat? Yeah. Well, isn't Tom your normal? That's man? right. We got Tom is away on assignment at the moment. That's right. And and then I'm here. And what, who are you? I'm Petteri. Petteri. That's right. All right. You've been on the podcast before, I think. I've been on your podcast a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, so. I was um, coming here on the Azabu, at the uh, Oedo line, mm-hmm. and I've been living in central Tokyo for about a year now. That's right. Inside Yamanote Inside. line. Inside. I'm in the dead center of Tokyo. Yeah, right. And uh, the Oedo line is very deep, as you know. It's like yep. at the maximum 45 about meters deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty low. Yeah. I asked somebody once, and they said three kilometers <laughs> it feels like that, but come yeah, on. It's close to the core. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they really went deep. Under the crust. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I, leaving my house to get to the studio on time so we could do this podcast and everything. And I spent about five minutes in the first station, subway station on the Oeda line, to get into the, into the, into the train. Mm. And five minutes... Uh, at the Azubujoban, Azubujoban getting out. Yeah. But I spent less than five minutes getting here yeah, on yeah. the actual yeah, it train. Take, it takes more time to get down there and get up from there than actually ride the train. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. It's such a weird thing. Yeah. But I was kind of freaking out because I always think I'm still like thinking go living as an outside of Tokyo person. I don't have enough time. But actually everything is just like 20 minutes away. It's not yeah. bad. For... Yeah, I don't know. I've been living in Tokyo for, what, 10 years now? Almost, a little bit over 10 years. And I've found that I've been living in a couple of different places. And also, like, when you go from uh, whatever in Tokyo to another place in Tokyo, for me, it's always an hour. It doesn't matter if, if it's, like, very close by or if it's on the other side of the whole, like, central Tokyo. Always takes you an hour. Yeah, because if you live 20 minutes out, you just get on the express train, and then instead of taking 20 minutes on the local train to your near Tokyo place, it's just 20 minutes on your train, on the express train, to the far away Tokyo place. That's right. And then if you take two two stops on the oil line, you have to walk to the core of the earth, and then... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I have to walk down three kilometers just to get here. Yeah. Six kilometers. By walking, it would have been 200 meters. (laughs) <laughs> so anyways, that's that's the big difference. There is no difference. Yeah. Oh, wait. It's always one hour. Let's close those drapes. Yeah, I'm on it, man. All right. I'm going to uh, play this one right here. And then I'll also do this one. And then this one. I am the king of the ring. All right. So let's get into it. Um. Okay, one thing I've also noticed is the amount of tourists in this in this city over the past five, ten years. It's blown up. Mm. Suitcases everywhere. Samsonites. Samsonites, yeah. What do you think about the tourism in, in Tokyo so far? I don't know. What am I supposed to think about it? I'm, I'm an expat. Oh, I'm an expat. I'm yeah. living here. I got a visa that is... Expats are white. Migrants are brown. You <laughs> <laughs> didn't help me at all. <laughs> well, why not tourists? You know, may- maybe it'll make Japanese people tolerate a-, a little bit more. But but then again, some tourists might be into some bad shit. I don't know. So so is so are some of us. So I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't suitcases. I don't have. I hate. 
people with suitcases, even like they're tourists or they're Japanese young people or obachans. I just can't. The, the suitcases piss me off. Anything with wheels? It's just it's just the suitcases that I'm 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 not okay with. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. There's, yeah, but you know what? I'm a guitar player, right? And when I when I go to a gig, I have a big guitar case and I have my pedal board with me. And that must piss people off too. Yeah, well, here is the solution. Of course, we have All this right. wonderful government filled with solutions for everybody. <laughs> wonderful government of and, Japan. And they're going to solve the problem with um, sure. helpful stories that they can... <laughs> Put into funny little anecdotes. I, I already can get so that everybody can enjoy uh, dealing with tourists in Japan. The Japan Tourism Agency has made a series of video clips aimed at addressing over tourism, an issue currently causing tensions between visitors and residents. The film shorts explain a bit about manners and customs in the country. Please place suitcases and other large luggage out of the way of other passengers. That's Terry Gilliam. The agency has produced ten videos. In one, people playing the roles of ninjas and kuroko, stage assistants dressed in black, humorously act out various scenarios. Everyone bathes together in a hot spring. Please wash yourself before getting into the bath. Another explains that Japanese-style bars often serve small appetizers called otoshi that are already included in the bill. The agency (laughs) says it hopes travelers will watch the videos at transportation facilities and tourist information centers. Especially at Rokmogi. So there we go. There we go. So... I, I can actually, I can, I can, I can support the otoshi one because the otoshi one's a really strange thing when you first get to Japan because yeah. you sit down and somebody brings you something and you're like, I didn't, I didn't order that. Well, and they're like, no, it, it comes with the bill, but you're like, I don't know what that is and I don't know why it's on my table, hmm. right? But it's kind of like that that they give you something for the table charge, but it is kind of weird if you're not if used to that a table system. Charge, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And at Roppongi, you shouldn't maybe. So, well, you shouldn't go to Roppongi anyway. Now, there's a major flaw in this. Did you catch the flaw? Okay, tell me. What's the flaw is they're trying to help people out understanding modern Japan, but they're using cliched imagery such as ninjas. Right? Yeah. When's the last time you saw a bunch of ninjas or samurai or sumo people getting off of the train? Yeah, fucking every day, right? Never. Now, when's the last time you saw a train full of Japanese people where everybody was just looking at their phones? Every day. All the time. All the fucking time, right? So there's no help with helping people understand Japanese people at the moment. They're continuing this this kind of Meiji imagery. Yeah. That then, then people go, where are the ninjas? And Japanese people go, oh, we don't have ninjas. Why would you think that? And it's like, well, because every time you make a, a export something to the world, you put ninjas on it. it. It just like strikes me that this is coming up suddenly right now, right? The past like couple of years, they put up English signs and everything that, that mind your manners and do all this kind of stuff. I wonder why... What what's going on this year that is so special that this has been going on for a couple of years? Olympics, right? No, it must be. But you know, it's crazy for me. What? Why not just tell everybody all the time to mind your damn manners? Well, a lot of people aren't familiar with the customs. Like Could, the, the otoshi, for example, yeah, does well, need some ex. Like if you if, oh, yeah, if, if you're I'm, a restaurant I'm, I'm, in downtown, I was only talking about the train thing. Oh, the yeah, train yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, 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 yeah. Tourists need some advice. Now, do you think that this is also because Japanese people don't know how to portray themselves honestly in the new world that we're living in? That is true, though. That 
they don't want to show a whole bunch of disinterested passengers in Tokyo <laughs> just looking at their smartphones and not moving for anybody with luggage yeah. in the first place, you know? Because yeah. you can get on some trains with a lot of luggage yeah. and everybody just looks at their phone. Like, it's the, no one says, like, people in Tokyo are very disinterested in you when they're on the tub subway. In fact, they're going to they're gonna involve themselves in their own world on their cell phone to such a degree that it's almost passive-aggressively saying to you, I don't give a shit about your large suitcase. You're, th- you're going to have to figure it out yourself. You're touching, you're touching my pet peeve here right now, the fo- people with phones. and like this, this, Because this, I'm not a phone person. This, this pisses me to like to no end man it is it, crazy like i just hate people with their goddamn phones hold when you're in the train hold the handrail and the other hand you can check your phone when you're walking your phone is in your goddamn pocket or in your purse but it's not in front of your fucking face well i second that <laughs> um and yeah, it kind of, and I'm I'm totally sidelining the the point that you're no, making no, here. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I just, ah, oh, I hate that. I hate so that that, that is that in man. fact the point I'm trying man. to make. That they they spend all this money on jazz musicians and ninja animations. Yeah, but they're not actually showing tourists the things that they're gonna be actually dealing with. Yeah, make make a video in Japanese and with Japanese people with their nose against their phones it'd be like when bumping into people and then that's an instructional video normally the tourists when they go to a different country you know this you know you go to a different country you've never been into before and you're really careful you're really careful you observe the people around you how the locals do you try to do the same I hope the fucking tourists don't do the same here. <laughs> what the locals do, man. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. So imagine if you were going to make like preparing Japanese people for a trip to Finland, and you're like, okay, uh, when when dealing with businessmen in Finland, don't be uh, surprised if they show up on reindeer and the northern lights with the uh, giant yeah. bushels of, of of raw meat. Yeah, with moomin. With moomin. So nobody would think to do that. But it's kind of weird because it's not even like they're doing like um, 1970s, 80s, 90s. Like they're going back 150 years into this magical image of Japan. (laughs) And it's like, how is that going to help it? And then they hire like jazz drummers. (laughs) (laughs) So how overmanaged do you need to make stuff, you know? Yeah, and it makes no sense. Mm. Anyways, that's kind of hilarious. Jesus. Yeah, over-tourism. So, oh, uh, yeah. What? He said over-tourism. That's a new word now. What, what does that mean? Too well, many tourists? It, for example, in Barcelona, 10 years ago, something like the amount of tourists was at 3 or 4 million a year, and now it's reached 30 million a year. And okay. same thing with Tokyo. I, I remember the, the goal for Tokyo in uh, tourism in 2015 was supposed to be about... 16 million and they reached 20 million and this year they reached 30 million and that by the next 10 years they want to reach 40 million so, okay, so over means that is over their estimations well over capacity where if you go into certain areas of shinjuku now like if you go into some of the department stores it's 90 percent chinese speakers if you go into yeah. drinking districts like golden guy it's 90 percent europeans True. and uh it's like it's just kind of it's just kind of weird like i live 15 minutes away from Golden Guy on foot. There's very few foreigners where I live because I'm not in a tourist spot. Yeah. So where there is tourism, there's over capacity at the at the moment right yeah, now. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Same with the place where we live. It's it's like there's no there's no foreigners there. <laughs> no. And when when you meet a foreigner like at our station, you kind of like sideways looking at him like what? Yeah. Does he live near me? Is he cool? Please don't live near me. <laughs> <laughs> it is weird. I'm. It is weird. I've you you become that. a kind of like a like a fellow guys in racist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big time. You don't want that where you are. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Let me be the one that the police is harassing all the time. Not you, <laughs> not man. True. It's my thing. I want my bicycle inspected. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If my Ask bicycle... me, me for my, not that guy. 
let me be the asshole who's always showing the driving license first and saying, this is the ID you want. Yeah. This is the ID. So there we go. Yeah. Next, next wow, stop. man. Yeah. Um, coronavirus. Coronavirus. So what do you know? What's going on? I was listening to, um, yeah, uh, this science podcast that I'm listening to all the time. And, uh, yeah, they recorded that last Wednesday. Yeah. So last Wednesday. What What is that? Three, four days ago? Sure. Yeah. And, and then it was like 500 people infected, 15 mm-hmm. dead. Yeah. And now, now I think the latest news is 25, 26 dead. Oh, it's about 50. Oh, okay. That was yesterday. Yeah. Then. And that's, the, <laughs> so that's, that's doubled already. Yeah. It's doubling Jesus. every day. And uh, th- those are the official numbers. Yeah. So if you look at the official I, numbers, it's like everything's under control. The deaths are increasing, but we're, we're building a hospital. Yeah. But when you get onto like some of those Weibo or uh, online Chinese chats, or like yeah. doctors are like, we are fucked, you know. It's not, a Chinese pro- it's not only a Chinese problem anymore. It's in U.S. It's everywhere now. It's in Japan, too. Yeah, we've had a few cases. Yeah, and, and there was, there was I, I read some news today. It said 65 million people projected to die. I wonder about that. That <laughs> yeah, would be hilarious. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that is science, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> so the coronavirus, of course, came from a central Chinese city, Wuhan. Wuhan, yeah. And um, it, it sort of emerged a couple of months ago. And then recently it's kind of blown up. Blown up. Um, now, a couple of theories was um, a meat market that had a whole bunch of bats living next to snakes and things like that. And then the other theory is uh, a, a virology laboratory also located in Wuhan that's dealing with top level um, pathogens such <laughs> as the, corano- uh, the coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. So some people are wondering... Was this um, a case of of poor management of dangerous materials, intentional or intentional? I would I would probably wager human error because yeah. China has like really increased its technological capacity in the past ten years. And when you have very um, centralized centers of of highly trained people, they can maintain a, a distribution system that's that's going to be pretty like what what do you say organized. But once you get into like secondary or, or tertiary mm. cities, you can find top talent or put top talent there. But the culture of yeah. doing things correctly, properly in a systematic way in a place like China might not be established yet. So somebody may have mislabeled something and somebody else maybe poured a drop on them and then they left the facility and started <laughs> wandering around. I could see something like that definitely going down. Uh, because this this virology center only opened up in 2017, and I think that when people say it's this bat soup, you know, which you yeah. see these hot it's women eating bat soup, it, that's kind of like blaming the people to shift yeah. the blame away from this virology center that's located right there as well. Okay, okay, I have a couple of things to say about. All right, <laughs> they they have they have found the source, and so scientists have found the source, not, mm. not the conspiracy, theory, conspiracy theorists. Mm. So uh, the, the vi- virus itself is, is originally from bats. But the, uh, the, the virus that is, that is in humans now is a combination of two coronaviruses. One is from, from um, bats, and another one is from unknown source. Mm. And they combined in snakes for some weird reason. Mm. And the one from snakes is the one that is now carried by humans. So this is a cross-species kind of, uh, well... Contamination. Contamination? Um, Pollination. Whatever. Nation. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's not a government conspiracy, and it's not from a lab. It could be from a uh, lab. Well, the unknown source for, could be. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway... The, there the, is a virology the, place right there studying coronaviruses. Yeah. Because it's dangerous. Yeah. So you should be studying it. Yeah. But anyway, to, to humans, it came from snakes. Mm. So not from bat soup. And that's, that's the one thing over there. And, and why it spreads so fast from Wuhan. Wuhan is in the center of like these huge 
big cities that are surrounding it, Beijing, Shanghai, everywhere. It, it's like in the center. Yeah. So every people going from Beijing to Shanghai, they go through Wuhan. Yeah. And of course, it spreads everywhere. Yeah. So that that's that's the other thing over there. And yeah. So there there you go, and then this world is a very small place, right? People travel, tourists. There was another thing too, right? I saw so, a guy so, in China selling secondhand masks. Exactly. The masks is, is exactly what I was going to talk about. Like, do the masks protect you? They, well, they like do protect you from something. They can't protect you from this because it's, it's in water droplets. The human to human transmission transmission is, is by water droplets. So when you <laughs> cough, it's a water droplet that goes, and if it hits your mask, it's going to stay in the mask. And it's going to, yeah, well. So don't so, buy the secondhand masks. Don't buy the secondhand masks. Don't even buy the firsthand masks. Had a giant box of secondhand masks. Jesus, what is that about, street. though? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's play this little, uh, this is uh, uh, updated three hours ago. Authorities in China are scrambling to contain the deadly new strain of coronavirus. The virus has so far killed 56 people in China, and it is spreading rapidly around the world. Officials in the province of Hubei say 52 of the dead are from there. Its capital, Wuhan, is the worst affected by the virus. Health officials say nearly 2,000 people in China have been infected. More than 300 are in serious condition. State-run media say travel agencies have canceled all group tours to other countries, starting with those scheduled for Monday. China Central Television says the move was made at the request of the Chinese government. Hotels in Japan are concerned about mass cancellations. One hotel manager in Tokyo says he's watching the situation closely as Chinese tourists usually account for half of the reservations. <laughs> President Xi Jinping held an emergency meeting with the Communist Party leaders on Saturday. All right, we can stop it there. Yeah. So nobody knows where it's actually coming from, but I don't think that it's like a CIA plot. But um, <laughs> what I do have is two interesting stories uh, from Canada about a... A boot. Um, a boot. Uh, Chinese researchers, eh? <laughs> 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 so this one is this one is from uh, July fourteenth, twenty nineteen. Chinese researcher escorted from infectious disease lab amid RCMP investigation. Public Health Agency of Canada describes it as a possible policy breach, no risk to Canadian public. This is like um, they were doing PhD studies and that they were basically replacing laptops and, 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 and nobody knows where the data was going and they were going back to China a whole oh, Hold on. These guys are like students in Canada? A researcher, a researchers. A researcher with ties to China was recently right. escorted out of the National Microbiology Lab in Winnipeg. Not a Chinese. A Chinese, yeah, okay. with ties to China. The name's like Wuhan Qing. Yeah, well, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dr. Xiang Kuo her, her husband, Ke Ding Cheng, of an unknown number of her students from China were removed from Canada as the only level four lab on July 5th. So uh, they let them go with the information? Yeah, probably because Canada's <laughs> just like, hey, sorry, guys, uh, we got to let you go. <laughs> sorry, eh? Hey, sorry, but uh, we don't like you replacing your laptop. See, that's not, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah, yeah. And then this one is from 20, you know, 10 years ago. Oh. In 2009. That, 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 that story was from 2019, but another story from 2009 uh, I found was a former researcher at the National Microbiology Laboratory in Winnipeg accused of trying to smuggle genetic material from the Ebola virus across Manitoba, oh. North Dakota border pleaded guilty to a lesser charge on Friday. He was found with like a whole bunch of viral, like a, like vials of liquid mm. from this my, Winnipeg uh, laboratory. So the Chinese he probably killed it to a minor challenge. Watch the minor. Challenge. <clears throat> they're probably spies. <laughs> they, they're spies and they got busted. I think that's what happened. <laughs> well, or maybe they just want money and they just do. Uh, well, maybe they want they money, end up but, spying, but yeah. they end up spying, and maybe they are researchers, but they're also connected to the Chinese 
Communist Party, yeah. and that makes them diplomatic yeah, it's officials. It's diff- difficult to find angles on this, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, I'm not looking for the solution. I'm just saying that there's been a history of um, Chinese researchers trying to steal high-level dangerous I, I think, pathogens I think, I think, I from think the that, Winnipeg I think Laboratory. A, this establishes a history of Canadian authorities having no fucking sense of security. <laughs> That's very true. They're like, you're really nice to us. We don't know why he had all these vials. Oh, Must no, have no. been a mistake, so, eh? Hey, sorry, sorry then. Just please leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can't let you back in here. Sorry about that because we really oh. like you, eh? Yeah. yeah, and with my photogenic, photogenic memory, I'm just going to take all this with me. In Winnipeg, Manitoba is also in a similar place to Wuhan, where not a lot of super people are there. It, mm. There are some... But it's a nexus of... It's a nexus. It can be a nexus, yeah. So there, they, there might be some high-level um, research going on because it's in the middle of nowhere, yeah. but you don't have a lot of active you know, security going on in Winnipeg, Manitoba these days. So it's, I just thought that was interesting. I looked through some archives and found <laughs> Chinese you found researchers. Conspiracy. It's not a conspiracy. It's, 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 a, it's a document from 2009 <laughs> and 2019. There is no conspiracy here. Yeah. But they have it's been trying to exfiltrate. People, people who try to take advantage of the system and how many people succeeded, you know. There were a whole bunch of students there with laptops being changed. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Anyways, so do you think that the coronavirus will kill 65 million people? I don't think so. What do you think, if we're we're going to put some money on it? It might be good if if it did, but, you know, if I'm coming up. Sure. So let's say that 65... 65 million. How how many people do we have on the earth now? 7 billion? I think we got about that, but hold on. If we're going to put some money down on the death toll, would you would you be willing to say, would you be willing to, like, a over under... This is terrible. Over under 10,000 people for Ichiman Yen. Would how, you go over or under? How can I say? Because I'm no scientist. Oh, just like a betting Scientists man. Scientists are the, the, the reason for this problem. Says you. <laughs> <laughs> Nature, AIDS, Ebola, flu, nobody developed that shit. This is coming from nature as well, man. But if you get, if you get the flu from but a flu shot. You do get a flu from the flu shot. It's mm. just a s- small, minor version Some people of get a really big flu from the flu That's shot. right, but they don't die from it. But it's still not natural. The point it's it was it was a uh, scientist's responsibility. Ah, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> it's my responsibility. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a betting man. I, oh, I, really? I never bet, and and I, we should check like a couple of months and then extrapolate. But okay, gotta get I'll, in early I'll, on the I'll steal. Say, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm going to put my money on the table. I'm going to put my money on the table. You said, what, 10? 10,000. I'll give you 10 yen. Okay. Over or under? 10 yen says over six six months. Yeah. Six months? One yeah. year? Six months. Six months is fine. Six months. So yeah. you ask me again at the podcast after six months, and we and we see what happened. But is your is your estimation over 10,000? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out as I'm speaking here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm saying under. Under ten thousand? Yeah, deaths, globally. Deaths globally. globally. Yeah. Globally. Yeah. Ah man. I agree with you though. Because um, Okay then if they, it's they, under they're gonna, they gonna Yeah. How much under? Under I'm, I'm, under I'm, five or I'm, above? I'm five? going I'm going how accurate how uh, do we have to be? I'm gonna go for four thousand five hundred. I'm saying six hundred. 600? Death. I'm predicting about 600 deaths from this uh, Ebola virus. Yeah. Okay, where's your 10? Oh, my God. So we can turn that into a beer. A nice beer somewhere. Somewhere. I Don't put it... Okay. <sighs> All right. Hold on, hold on. I, I have... This This will be my, f- uh, my IOU. What? There you go. I, I accept. 
It is pretty crazy though, seeing some of these videos of like yeah. you look on Twitter. It, now and, I and feel it's like, just like people okay, are falling how, over in the streets. Now how many people was that? Fifty two. Fifty two. You said less than five hundred. Yeah, I said I said about six hundred. Yeah, well, say I said four hundred and fifty. I think. So I'm I'm the doomsday guy here saying four thousand five. Yeah, because you're going with bats and I'm going with science. So you're hold on. So <laughs> that, that, that was you're, totally opposite. You're the animist <laughs> who's who's rolling his bones in a cup Aye. and throwing them on the table, and I'm the one looking at worldwide trends uh, of 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 espionage and exfiltration. Hey, wasn't it me who was quoting the science guys? You just said a podcast. I don't know. Oh man, I was giving names. I was giving dates. No, it's a science thing. <laughs> so. I yeah. also follow the news, but whatever. <laughs> I have no like reference point. What can I say, man? I hope, Jesus, I hope more what do people you do die. In, what, do you, what do you do in Finland? What do you do in Finland? What's your What's your witch doctoring in Finland? Oh uh, man, they, reindeer bones, brother. Reindeer bones, okay. Reindeer bones and the reindeer bone uh, powder. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, you should say that in a podcast. It right. gives you, gives you what? Gives you a good boner. Gives you a good rimrod. It's called, I think, officially. If you were going to go with science for once, yeah. let's say, all right, reindeer rimrod. Yeah, sounds sciency. Um, okay, okay. Next one, and then we'll we'll play your song after this one. My song. Uh, next topic. Yeah, we like to play a game called. Wait, I have. <laughs> Failed on that one. Come on, get it together, man. No, I suck. I'm producing and yeah, doing all this fucking stuff. Beginner at this. Yeah, I know. Oh, all right. Is it? Oh, is it? In this case, it's is it malice or is it ignorance? I and. This is the topic of developed countries with aging populations versus developing countries with younger populations. So in Japan, it's an aging population, a lot of old people around, tons of old people everywhere you go. And some of these old people live in the countryside or in secondary or tertiary cities, and they need people to help them out with their jobs because there's not enough labor force. In fact, a lot of bankruptcies are occurring now in Japan because there's no one to take over the company due to a lack of labor. There's just nobody there to take over the job. Mm. So there, uh, some companies are trying to bring in uh, talent from overseas, such as Vietnam. And younger Vietnamese men and women are trying to get after it, you know, trying to get degrees, get their science going. Then they come to Japan to try to develop their professional technology studies, and they run into this. After studying biotechnology and business administration in his home country, he landed a job at a livestock and meat processing company in Japan. He was told he would be working as a manager, focusing on animal feed, which affects the quality of meat. But instead, he was assigned to clean a cow shed and feed the animals. He tried unsuccessfully to be transferred to a job where he could use his expertise and quit after his first year. What a surprise. So, so, haha, <laughs> very interesting. So with this situation here, traditionally in Japan, when you enter a company, you're a deshi. You're the guy who's just taking care. You're like an apprentice. Yeah. But this guy is coming from Vietnam with and he's a, trying to degree in biotechnology and business. Everything, right? And he's trying to get after it. He's trying to escape the life of a Vietnamese shit shoveler. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And he comes to Japan, which is supposed to be, if it's not ninjas, it's 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 high-rise buildings and advanced yeah. technologies. And he's just shoveling. Back, shit. back into the like, same. He thing, went right? back to his grandparents' generation. He's probably having like genetic agent orange flashbacks yeah. popping out of his his downloads that his probably, grandfather probably passed paid on. a lot of money to in back in his home country to, yeah. to get the like and maybe his parents like did shovel a lot of shit to get him through the through the through the schools that he needed to go through. Yep. Jesus so, man. Is it? Oh, is it? And the uh, 
the question is... Is it ignorance or malice? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, on part of Japan? On part of the Japanese firm. That, that. malice. You think it's malice? It's malice. Come on. It cannot be ignorance. The Deshi it, it, system. Imp- it's impossible to be ignorance when you have a guy with that kind of degree in any language. And obviously, you you can't... Well, shoveling shit, you can't land a job without knowing Japanese, I suppose. But I, I would suspect that this guy... We're, we're assuming here, right? So that he knows some Japanese as well to even try to get a job here with his degrees. So the Japanese company would definitely know that he has these degrees. Mm. So ignorance don't really cut it. You think it's malice? Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm... 100. Or do you think it's like, well, you, know, you might have your university degree, young man, but you have to learn a few things about working here before oh, fuck we no. can't just trust you. No, 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 no. He doesn't need to go to the fucking top management first. But shoveling shit, like literally <laughs> shoveling shit. <laughs> this guy? I know. No, no, no. Malice. Yeah. Well, what do you think? It's definitely a lack of respect. Same level Japanese guy. Coming same age, same same education, coming from a Japanese school system. Right at the same level, applying for the same job. One goes shoveling shit. One goes to a, well, mid to low level management kind kind of project first. Yeah. Which one? Well, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know because right? I live. I've lived here for a long time as well, and uh, I'm just finishing up a stint at my current job I'm working at. And <laughs> I'm teaching Japanese people, and a lot of them are just like, "Hey, we're coworkers," and I'm like, "No, we're not. We're not coworkers. Yeah. You have a you have a Japanese system that you are kind of." accessing via hard work and they you know they're not lazy about it so like they're they're no, doing no, good by far they're not lazy yeah <laughs> you but, can't say that uh at the same time but, it's not like because, just again, because i'm uh, sitting next to you at proxy does not mean we are on the same trajectory in this country yeah, yeah. or yeah. in the same level even yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i kind of i think uh, i think it's partially ignorance malice as well they're not lazy yeah. But also waiting for the boss to leave first and just playing games at your station. Well, they're waiting for they're waiting to be called, and then once they're Not, called, they're supposed to spring into action. Yeah, yeah. But that's gonna change. I've I've heard some scuttlebutt about uh, yeah. a lot of a lot of layoffs are coming. I think. Oh, well, there's a lot of fucking you know hours that are spent just waiting for the boss to leave. It, was this uh, when you were working in IT? Yeah, and, it, and and that was an international company, right? But all the Japanese companies even worse. So you should know some of that. And yeah, yeah, people just, you know, of course, when it's time to work, you work, you get things done, and you like, and that that is. Uh, I understand that. And like my mentality mentality is this. If there's shit to be done, you spend the time to do it. And when it's done, it's done. If you don't have anything to do, you go home. <laughs> right? <laughs> but in Japan, no. <laughs> you you spend the time in the office even though you don't have anything to do. I think it's because a lot of the peep times the office, you have more space at the office than you yeah, do at your own home. You need to meet the wife and the kids and yeah. maybe eat the shitty miso soup that she makes. Oh, yeah, miso soup is all right. All you right. know what I mean. I know, I know. So it's <laughs> kind of funny. So yeah, it's, it's this kind of um, paradigm shift from a couple of 20 years ago or so when so many, you wouldn't think that... Um, biomedical engineers or whatever this guy had from Vietnam would come to Japan. Yeah. It would be a, it would be a crazy idea. Yeah. 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 But now we have this system and... He might know a lot more of all kinds of bio thingies than, than what people do here. Yeah. By tradition already. Vietnam is also launching a 5G network really soon as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think my old company has something to do with that. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I have heard regarding the 5G that Huawei actually has the most advanced, flexible, fastest, um, easily um, implemented 5G infrastructure. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah. But it's also highly suspect if you make it part of your critical infrastructure. That's right. And it's also, well, the whole thing about 5G is that it's, 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 well, it's very, like, we are moving to IoT, right? So, Internet over things. And, and 5G is going a whole step towards that which means that everything that you have is connected to the internet. And, <laughs> and there you go. Chinese would know something about having everything about you in the internet. Yeah. In their internet. Yeah. Yeah. So the splinternet. I don't want to say anything bad about that. But, you know, it. they would be the forerunners on that. and Because they've been working on that for for a pretty long time before we even knew that is possible. Yeah. We were in China when some time this? ago and 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 like all the time you're passing and you're just driving your car on the on the highway. And and there are some lights flashing all the time from the from the from like above the highway. I was asked like what what are those lights? Are they taking pictures? Why? Because, and obviously we know why. <laughs> and so they're tracking people. Dragnet, yeah, it is. But, it it yeah, really is. It's crazy. But but on the other hand, you know, well, Blade Runner. It doesn't have to be dystopia, though. It doesn't need to be, and it, and it, and it could be for the good, you know. But tracking it, people. Uh, well, is here, it necessary? Here's my idea of five G. Do I want it? Do I want to be trapped all the time? Ubiquitous five G, meaning you don't know where it begins and you don't know where it ends. Not like it's very difficult to track me the way I. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you're pretty easy to find. Um, if if it's like if all the surveillance stuff is in a stadium, maybe that's okay. But yeah. if, if but exactly, yeah. or if it's in a stadium and it's one company here and a department store has a different company doing its monitoring systems, maybe like a decentralized yeah, exa- monitoring system yeah, yeah. would be cool. Not connected. Not connected to each other. Um, and that's fine because you could actually promote but, it as a child safety thing where it's like yes. we have facial recognition system in our department store for kids. It's kid-friendly. If your child gets lost, yeah, you well, that's the way to sell it. it. It's a way to sell but it's also a way to prevent kidnapping. Yes. And... Mm. And if, and if, if it's if, used in if, that application, if that's not, fine. If they're not connected, that's all right. Yeah. But you always have a point where it is connected to the internet. You and always have a point somewhere. Do you think that the Chinese engineers are um, at the level where oh, they can where they can put back doors into I, everything? I'm not even listening to like what you say after this. The answer is yes. Really? And so are the, all the engineers that really do this kind of job everywhere in the world. Yes, they are. They can do anything they want. So, do you think it's a good idea to reject? What? Okay, here's this is inter- This is unplanned. We're in uncharted territories right now. All right. So there's there's certain um, layers in let's a boldly go. <laughs> let's boldly go. There's certain layers <laughs> in an IT uh, network, right? You have yeah. your your edge layer, or you have your core and your backbone and things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. You got uh, the physical layer. You, you, are you talking about the seven layer that was used to be seven? Layers, yeah, but. it's kind of decentralizing a little bit at the moment. But yeah, I know some people are saying like having Huawei base stations on the not not as an edge device but on the edge of your network for mm. example wi-fi routers and things okay. like that okay. just connecting to the end end user yeah yeah over there no risk well or, or risk is mitigated um but the base station is only a, a station okay i i'm going back to the <laughs> things that i know about this but i suppose it's still the same but the the base station that is directly connecting to your mobile device. Yeah. It's just taking the signal from your mobile device and putting it forward in a, in a little bit different format. Right. It's not processing it in any way. That is not the point that you're not to be worried about. But like already when I was working in IT, they, they were planning to like put the network 
kind of functions into the base stations. So to like reduce the equipment in the network. And yeah, well, if well, I've been out for four years, so I don't know, but I, I suppose they have done it. So like then then the things are already in the base station that, that go directly to the network. And then you're fucked. Was this like part of virtualization or no, it's just simplification kinda. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it easier to manage, but then again, you have more points to manage when you got the base stations everywhere. And especially 5G is very narrow band. You need more base stations because it's... 28 it's, gigahertz range. That's usually. right. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Well, that, that level. Yeah. yeah, and so you need more of them mm. closer to each other. So I don't know how they're doing that, really. Actually, that's why I, I mentioned do, but <laughs> well the, the stadium application makes sense because you have like yeah. a certain limitation and it's a circle yeah. and you have yeah, yeah, it's, it's basic what it what it is is there's one base station yeah. or, or a couple of them mimo but, but the, yes exactly the, the the antennas surround the whole stadium yeah and they all connect to a couple of the base stations high power high high capacity base stations. yeah and those base stations might be like network controllers as well at the same time so if it, it, the the network gets fuzzy now that the functions some of the functions of the controllers are in the base stations some of the functions of the base stations are in the controllers and it it's case by case would stadiums you, are good, good would example. you trust a, a Huawei stadium to do 5G as securely as, as much as anybody else yeah oh yeah yeah why not if 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 they're cheaper do their work well and it works that's we, fine yeah, you know, why not? But what why about not? using? It doesn't matter because anybody can access anything. So what about using a five G base station network for Japanese government headquarters, such as like a a ministry? Yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. So that's yeah. that's a clear difference. That's right. What and, about and those those places are secured, right? Mm. With with very 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 heavy high firewalls. Wi Fi walls. They have Wi Fi walls. That's right. Tell you. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. Um, you can't go in there. Yeah. What do you think about um, hacking into like CIA and doing all that kind yeah. of stuff? It, it, it's science fiction. Basically, they can hack into you, though. Exactly. We we are vulnerable, but who 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 wants to hack into me? Like, what the fuck am I? Yeah, I know. It just depends. I don't even maybe have a credit got, card. You don't. You, 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 ha- you get nothing. I don't have me. credit cards either. <laughs> just say I'm a luddite. <laughs> Matt uh, yeah. is loaded with credit cards. <laughs> All the hackers out there. <laughs> white. I'm a white hacker. Trust me. Trust me. I'm a white, white hat. hacker. White hat. Gray hat. White hat. Gray hat. Black hat. That's kind of cool though. So, um. What do you what do you think about the overall? Um, some people say five G is like a microwave system. You need so many base stations. Yeah, and it's gonna kill you. But I don't believe that so much. I don't believe it at all. But and, I, and I have I have a couple of friends who are posting all the time that that now five G is coming and it's gonna kill you because it's microwaving your nuts off. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not microwave nuts. And it's. <laughs> You're microwaving your, well. <laughs> maybe whatever. if you put your, if you take off your pants and put your nuts on a 5G base station, maybe that's not the best idea. Yeah, Especially but, if you have a bunch of repeaters on, a repeater underwear. Uh, that's bunch. right. But like the, it's very low power and it's not going to cook you from the inside. And, and now they're moving away from the base station angle because because everybody is saying that it's bullshit. So it's going to be your phone then. Yeah. When you're holding your phone close to your crutch or close to your head, it's going to it's going to burn you. Mm. It's not. The base stations are closer by. So the phone is actually going to use lower power than 3G or 4G did because the base station is closer. Or the antenna is closer, not the base station. Right, sure, yeah. So, yeah. And there's no... Well, there's no scientific data on either way. So I can't say that it's this way or that way. But I would say that when 3G came, it was the same. When 4G came, it was the same. (laughs) Same debate. Same debate. Yeah. 
I like how, um, how... And then these people who are claiming that 5G is killing you in two years, one and a half years, going to buy the false anyway. Well, yeah, that's always true. Um, what was I going to say? The one thing that I've noticed about 5G is that it's um, more provided as a service. And peop- like governments do not want people controlling 5G. They want to be receiving 5G. Because the you know, service, the, the throughput is so high, just regular people with their own five G base station. No one really has a five G base. What I want to say is, like Ericsson, I think I thought was was is is automating its five G production facilities in China, <laughs> so that people can't just leave with five G equipment and things like that. I think, oh, I think oh, they're so gonna steal the the, the technology and something bring it to like somebody that, else? and then re, or reproduce, uh, yeah, reproduce it or re, uh, uh, reverse right. engineer it or stuff like it's that. It's gonna happen anyway. Yeah, yeah, but maybe not the network equipment. No. no, the phone, the the phone technology. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. It, it probably already has. Definitely, I know people who've <laughs> who've, who've reversed engineered. Yeah, uh, a lot of that. Yeah, type that of that's happened already. But network equipment? No, 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 no. no. You you need a whole lot of resources to produce a fucking even a base station. But what is that gonna give you? You still need the network for it. Yeah. So nah, nah. It, 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 it's balls. I it is. I like the idea though of um of what are you gonna do? Is just put a base station on the road and then <laughs> <laughs> like like piggyback it from the from from some. <coughs> For communication lines People somewhere. are so paranoid over the speeds of it's these things, crazy, right? It's, they're man. like, ah, it's going to be gigabyte output, gigabyte uh, throughput. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Obviously not going to be that, you know? Yeah. You're on 4G. I'm on 4G. Do you, do you get, like, what they said? 100 meg this way, 100 no, meg that no, way? No, no, no you no. don't. Even when I do speed tests, it's like, oh, you're running at 50 megabytes per second. I'm like, really? Then why yeah. does it take five minutes to download a, a, a bleep and podcast? That's right. Why does it take 30 seconds to update my Facebook page? <laughs> <laughs> I need to take a leak now, man. All right. Let's play your song.
you know this guitar player? I think it happens to be you, doesn't it? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Good style. <laughs> Cool, All man. Right. Great Thank you. Takashi Umemi and the Comrades. You guys playing a lot these days? We play again a little bit, a lot now again. Yeah, we got maybe one a year. Last year was not so many gigs, and the previous year was not too many either. But like we used to play almost like one or two for every month. And now it's been this year already three gigs. That's good. Three yeah, that's gigs. pretty good. We're still yeah. in January. That's so. right. We got a new drummer now as well. And cool. Yeah. yeah. The French guy left back to France. Yeah. He was awesome. He was fucking awesome. Well, yeah, Scott's good as well. New drummer's good. New drummer's the good. Boots. New drummer's good. He's from the, the he, he's, he's from the from the hard rock kind of heavy metal background, but he's learning fast. Oh yeah. And I like I like the way that he's playing the like the reggae beats with the with the heavy metal touch. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I, it, yeah, I play guitar in the band, but it's not like I'm playing reggae. <laughs> no, no, <you're>, <laughs> <laughs> your solos are not very reggae at all. Nah, yeah. it's, 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 it's been a struggle to, like, well, it's not been a struggle, not a struggle. The struggle is a deep, wrong word, but yeah. It, nice journey, I said. Mm, this, song, this song, Rise and Fight, we, we got an award for the video. The video won an award, so congratulations! So people go watch the video. Where can they find it? In YouTube, for example. Takashi Umemiya and, and the, the comrades. comrades. Yeah, Rise and Fight is the name of the song. That's one place, and obviously Facebook. Mm. Yeah, tends to be the way. Yes. Big tech, those it's big tech those takeover. Yeah. Facebook's kind of become like Google uh, and Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's become like a phone book, actually. Yeah, right? Um, yeah. By accident, I just like two weeks ago happened to log myself into Instagram for the first time ever. Mm. And now I'm there and I'm posting pictures of something and I have absolutely no idea how to use it, like what to do with it. What, what do I do with What do I do with Instagram? Look what do I do with models. Instagram? Um, okay. How... Just start looking up models in the AI. I'm not start. even using the app. I'm just using like the browser. Oh, browser. Thingy. Yeah, I'm not. I can't do half. See, of the I, I joined really. Instagram when it first came out like nine years ago, and I just put up some pictures and I got some likes, and I was like, okay. And then it got huge. I, I started trying to use. It. I don't know. I don't. Is he bought a Facebook? Yeah, well, Facebook bought it a few years ago for a few billion right. dollars. So, so Facebook, what, what I post in Facebook goes to Instagram. What you can link it up; it's possible. Yeah, but I probably have to use. I don't use the, you know, in my phone. I don't have Facebook app. Me neither. I don't have Instagram app. I'm using me the neither. browser. Oh, wait, I have Instagram pages. App. Yeah, but I don't like having social media on my phone. Actually, I have a Twitter app. A Twitter's good because you can actually find information. But I don't. Oh, you can't. You just find. Couple of hundred. What 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 is the the character count? One forty, one sixty. Yeah, but like the text message used to be. I can in follow the, in the leaders in fields, and then they post things and, and link to other people. And then you can. Uh, uh, yeah. Apparently, I'm not using that even in the right yeah, way. Yeah, so I, I kind of like I Twitter. I, I block a lot of the like. I block CNN. I block CBC. I block Fox. I block news. So I don't want the oh. mainstream media in my. Ricky Gervais is only Yeah, comedians. I follow comedians. Comedians are good. I follow certain journalists or people who are um, like leaders in cryptocurrency and stuff like that. Okay. Not that I'm super into cryptocurrency. I'm just a little bit interested in cryptocurrency. So I don't need all of the drama that goes with cryptocurrency. But yeah. following some people who which like... Which is a lot. Which is a lot. But people who just post some interesting facts about where cryptocurrency is and what it's doing. Yeah. And I can get an overview Without having to subscribe to some. Good luck getting an overview with, of the cryptocurrency. Like I did pretty good for a it's while. It's so crystallized. Yeah, but you, you can still. Is that the word? You can still find markets and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Let's do. We got. We're we're almost out of time here. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, are we not? I know. We, we, we're going on tangents. <laughs> that's the whole point. That's the that's the that's the that's the policy of this program. All right. We have tangents with zero insight, guaranteed. There we go. This is the Japan What podcast. Uh, let's what? try what Japan What What W U T of course. Uh huh. I've never heard that before. <laughs> um, here we go. Right. Stupid guy. Oh, actually, I have to say that I disagree with this uh, discriminatory jingle. I think it should be foolish foreigner, uh, but we just have to go with it for now because we are underfunded and underpaid. Okay. Um, so here we go. Here's the story. Should I read that? Yeah, of course. Uh, it starts from stupid gaijin of the week. Am I the guest or am I the co-host? And... Um, yeah, you're the co-host, of course. Oh, then I read it. Yeah. Can I read? Yep, go on. Do you think I can read? Yeah, well, I don't know. Do the Finnish read? Sometimes. Or do they just complain oh, about the Swedes all day? So, uh, where do you want me to go? Stupid guardian of the week. Okay, so this is from uh, Japan Today, obviously. There are some pieces of paraphernalia that you really shouldn't be duplicating as demonstrated by an incident involving a 23-year-old foreign student living in Tokyo's Taito Ward. In October, O Shicho, a Chinese national enrolled in Japanese language school, was stopped by police officers on the street of Setake Ward and asked to produce identification, as it happens. During the exchange, the officers noticed that O was in possession of a realistic replica of Japan's self-deforces Self, Self-Defense Forces ID card, <laughs> bearing the bilingual Japanese-English guarantee that this is to certify that above-mentioned personnel is a member of Japan Ground Self-Defense Forces. Wow. That's the GA of the Japanese Jeez, Army. Jeez, yeah, man. He denies, he denies having been plotting any sort of espionage or subterfuge Instead, he says he procured the cards for cosplay purposes. Quote, I have it for when I dress up as Japanese Self-Defense Forces member when I'm playing survival games. End quote, he told the police. Innocent intentions are not. The Japanese legal system does not take it lightly to people working around with self-made documents that grant access to sensitive areas and strategic targets can't really blame them, right? No. Jeez, man. And they saw O's fake ID less as prop and more as forgery. He has since been placed under arrest on charges of counterfeiting on official documents, and investigators are looking into whether or not either of his IDs were used to illegally enter J.D. JSDF facilities. Japan Self-Defense self Forces facilities. Mother. JD, JSDF <laughs> duplicate. SGOT duplicate. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. Can you asshole. imagine? Do you believe him? No. Do you think he's like trying to cause some shiznat? <laughs> Is he a spy? No. He would be a really bad spy, man. Just carrying it around in his wallet? <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think he's just an enthusiastic cosplayer? No. Like no. a younger he, cosplayer he's some, he's, something, he's something in between, this guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he probably has... Who would, like, admit, that? yeah, he's our spy. This is how that's our right. spies yeah. are. That's right. Yep. I'm sorry, I'm a spy. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I'm just a spy. I didn't That's know right. carrying around multiple Seven, IDs. I, I got it at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> That's pretty The stupid. guy dropped it on the street. I got it at the 7-Eleven, put my face in it. Would you ever think to do that even as a joke? No. You know, you know I, I've been a military officer myself yeah. at like work in a, 
work in Finnish military and like people who would do things like this, like man, no. Even in Finland, you get in pretty good trouble with this. Crazy, isn't it? It's stupid as fuck. He had an older one, and the, 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 the yeah, he had two of them. <laughs> he got it renewed. <laughs> he had multiple forgeries how, on him. How did he get it renewed, though? You know, he had through his Chinese counterpart. Yeah, sure. That's what was in. The, I edited the story for brevity, but. Yeah. yeah, he paid two thousand yen to his Chinese friend in China, who produced him a replica of the ID system. Oh, oh, you just fucking Photoshop that shit, right? You could or Photoshop whatever Chinese it. fake fake Photoshop. Yeah, yeah. Clodoclop. I don't want to like say that all Chinese fake everything, but you know, for obvious reasons. But, but not fake anymore. But it, but They're innovative. Like, now. Wh- why not? You know, if you can, just fucking do it, man. But this guy, stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Stupid. 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 Stupid guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm so happy it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding, right? In your younger days, just doing something. I would have Exciting. done it. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's gonna call it for today. Yeah, we've we've done enough. This podcast—it's zero insight. If we went any further than this, we might actually start providing insight, and I don't want to no. go there. Not with me, though. I, I've I've have have too much insight in my life. The last place I want insight is here. You can get insight with Tom, but not with me. Yeah, well, even Tom, it's like you know, it, he's holding. He's back. American. Yeah, he's American. He has that American American. Inside. Yes. All right. Well, um, where can people find you? People can find me. What? Why would people want to find me? Because it's something we do at the end of podcasts. Oh. Oh. Petteri. Petteri. People can find me in Facebook, and Matt's going to link the notes. Yeah. So Of course. Yeah. yeah. You can find out. me in Facebook. And now Instagram, too, right? Right. And Twitter. And... Um, WeChat, WeChat, WeChat line, and um, yeah, yeah. There's a I have a my personal page that you cannot enter, but I have a like an artist page where you can where you can, where you can check out and and maybe maybe see some of the bands I've been playing with and what I do with uh, with I who I play with to this day and so on. So yeah, and all that. All right. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Thank you for asking me. Thank you for having me, man. Absolutely. Yeah. Till next time. Thank you. Nice to be not a just a guest. Co-host. Co-host. Yeah. That's gonna go and see me. Tuna, but I think I paid too much.